Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, here's Terry. Good morning. This is Terry Wickstrom, and we are broadcasting live from the Sportsman's Warehouse in Thornton. And if you've driven I-25 in Denver, you know right where we are. It's right off of 84th Avenue. You can see it from the highway. I'm going to be here until um, I'll be broadcasting till 11, but I'm going to stick around for a while after that, and I'm going to have some giveaways, and I'll tell you about during the show, and uh, maybe a few... uh, uh, a few thing, a few surprises for you if you stop in and say hi. But stop in and say hi anyway. We love to meet uh, our listeners and our fans and uh, talk fishing. I love talking the outdoors. That's why I do what I do. Um, we have a full show for you today. We're going to have an Ask the Expert question later on. We're going to do a tackle talk today. Uh, Will Dykstra from Tightlines is going to fill in for Nate Zielinski and call in. And we're going to talk about ICAST. I just got back from ICAST. I was on assignment in Florida, by the way, last week. I want to thank uh, Brad Peterson and Al Linder for filling in on the show while I was there. And uh, I just want to say, you know, that I take these trips because it's important for me to go to Florida and fish the Gulf and then go to ICAST and look at all the new gear so I can report back to you. I take no personal pleasure in this. I do it just for you folks. And sitting next to me is Jason Vincent from Sportsman's Warehouse, and I think he's finding humor in that. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Terry. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jason, you know, it's, it's so great to have uh, Sportsman's Warehouse. You guys came back as a partner this year. Uh, you'd been a partner for many, many years before, both on my radio and television. And it's just fantastic to be back with you guys. And Sportsman's Warehouse, you guys you know, went through some ups and downs, but, boy, things are just great, aren't they? Yeah, things are going really, really well for us. Um, we are growing like crazy. We're built almost 19 stores this year as a company. Uh, we're putting a new store down in Pueblo um, in, in early fall. So, yeah, we're really just growing. Uh, things are going really well here. The sales are good. and Yeah, we're just doing really well. So uh, how many stores... How many stores now in, you got one in Cheyenne, we'll count that, Colorado in the front range. How many locations are there and where are they? So we have one in, um, in up in Loveland, and then we have our location here in, in uh, Thornton, and then we have a, a store in Sheridan over in Littleton, and then we have the one in Colorado Springs, and one in Grand Junction, and then soon to be Pueblo. Yeah, and so really you got one wherever the outdoor person is, mm-hmm. you've got somebody, they don't have to go far. No, they don't. A lot of the other stores, one big location, but if it's, you're not near it, you're not heading up there or going there. You're heading out to the lake. You want to get your stuff and go. Or if you're doing other shopping, your stores are located in shopping areas, so there's a lot to do. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, and the concept here has always been so good. You guys have always had incredibly competitive pricing, and your inventory, a lot of what you don't just you don't inventory like I was down in Florida. The Sportsman's Warehouse here doesn't inventory a lot for the for them for fishing the Gulf of Mexico. Right. You inventory for Colorado. Yeah, exactly. For what we need, our needs are out here for sure. We try to focus on the, on what the people need out here. Um, we don't, you don't see a lot of the saltwater fishing and stuff like that. You see, you know, what, with the, the trout and the bass and the local the walleye and stuff like that that we have here in Colorado. Um, we just don't feel like we need to fill our stores up with products that people don't really need, but the products that people do need. Right, that's, yeah. that's exactly right. The other thing, and, and this is true for a lot of the major outdoor retailers, they fight this that they have a lot of people in they visualize the people that wait on them as as retail clerks, not outdoor enthusiasts. But I, I've known the people, Bob, who's going to join us on the show here, he's just an avid fisherman. Let's, I mean, he's an avid fisherman. But then that's true of all your departments. 
That's absolutely right. Um, people want to be here and they want to work here because they want to help customers and they want to help people uh, get in the outdoors and do what they love. And, um, you know, they're all hunter, hunters, fishermen, uh, hikers, backpackers. You name it, that's what they're doing all the time. When they're not here, that's what they're doing. And they want to help other people learn how to do that and have a good experience in the outdoors. Well, I think if people will listen to our Ask the Expert today, and by the way, folks, when, when you hear us talk about the Ask the Expert question, there's, we've got little flyers on it here, so stop by and see us. But I will tell you that um, if, you, if you send your Ask the Expert questions to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on, uh, at gmail.com, and what that does is we get experts from your stores to come on and help me answer these questions. Mm-hmm. And it shows their expertise. But the other thing the Ask the Expert does is it helps us understand what do the people listening want to hear. Because, you know, I can't answer every question on the air, but if I get four, five, or six questions on similar topics then I know we need to address those topics more than we are because people want to know. And I think something that affects me, and and your people are on the ground. They're talking to people all the time. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes I I forget that we've got a lot of people just getting started, and that's what we want. We want to make sure we're giving them that base information, too, to get started. And you guys are great at that. Yeah, I mean, that's what, we're, that's what we love to do. Like I said, we love to teach people about new things in the outdoors, and if they have questions, we, we're here to answer, and that's what we're, we're passionate about, and that's what we want to do. Well, I, I came in a few weeks ago to buy a, a new pair of fishing shoes. I wanted some Gore-Tex fishing shoes, but I wanted lightweight ones not to wear like more of like a tennis shoe or less than a hiking boot mm-hmm. or whatever, kind of a combination. And I had a one in mind, but they took me through the line and explained everything. Now I ended up spending more money. And I thought That's I was good. Gonna, Thank you for that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I got a great pair of shoes. I mean, because the, the guy that helped me knew the product. He went over and he said, look, this will work for you right now, but two years from now, you're going to be buying another pair. Yeah. He goes, if you're going to wear them just fishing, you want them to last a few years, be comfortable. He said, let's look at these, feel how light they are. They're waterproof, he said, and you're going to wear these for years. You know, they're a major brand, yeah. and and they're just you're going to you're going to they're going to take care of you. You know, and, and that's that's what I want when I go in. Just like doing this radio show, we have guests on all the time. I can't be the expert on every aspect of the outdoors. I'd right. be a fool if I thought I could. Right. You know, and but we get people like the people in your departments, and we get guests that call in, and we get our contributors so that we can bring good knowledge. And that's why you have. You go to the archery department here, and I'll bet there's people right now getting ready because archery season isn't very far away. Right around the corner, yep. Everyone's coming in to get their bows done and uh, reworked and arrows cut and stuff like that. And we've got people, very knowledgeable people back there that can help them, help them with all that stuff. Well, and you know what? I, I have a saying, too. It's don't get, don't get ready to go hunting. Stay ready. That's right. Because we're going to get into this rush now in the next few weeks where people haven't been shooting their shotguns they haven't been sighting or shooting their rifles they're not comfortable they're not they're not you know they're thinking about everything they don't know their bows aren't ready or they're buying a new bow or a new rifle or a new shotgun which is even even worse i mean it's great yeah. you want them to buy that that's <laughs> right. why you're in business but don't buy it two weeks before you go out yeah that's exactly right i mean you just got to get there um so you know people come in here you need to come in and get ready but come in and talk to the people in the department. Because you go to the archery department, you're going to find somebody that's getting ready to go hunting themselves. Yep. And if you go to the shotgun department, you know, we got dove season coming up. We're going to talk about getting ready to shoot doves later in the show. Yep. And I tell you what, doves really are good for ammunition sales. They are, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good practice, too, you know. Well, you know, you know, you know it is. It's a great way to mm-hmm. tune up for the other yep. shotgun mm-hmm. sports. But then there's a lot of people who probably would like to harvest some doves. So you need to practice ahead of time. That's right. We're going to talk about that later, too. So there's just so much going on. So, you know, the stores, you cover all aspects of the outdoors. Yeah, we sure do. We got hunting, fishing, camping. Um, We have, uh, you know, 
all the footwear, clothing, apparel you need, uh, lots of camo. We have tons of new camo that just came in, and it's going to be coming in um, all the time. Uh, so, yeah, we have all the, all the things you need for the outdoors. And, uh, and, and compared to a few years ago, if you're looking for a, 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 a pistol or a rifle or something, there was a shortage or ammunition. All that's pretty easy and accessible. All your stores are well-stocked now. Yeah, very well-stocked. Um, we have all the guns you need, all the ammo you need. Um, it's not a problem getting that stuff that right now. There's, some, there's really good prices out there right now. Manufacturers are doing a lot of rebates and coupons and things like that. So it's a really good time to buy a, buy a firearm right now. And I was through the fishing department. And I'll tell you what, folks, your real department, your real bar, we're going to talk more about that later because I'm going to do a tackle talk on some fishing gear. But you have a selection of reels. People can pick up and handle they're on handles and i mean you have everything from very inexpensive up to the top end stuff and you have just a selection and all the baits and everything you could think of so really it's a one-stop shop but you're located all up and down the front range and at grand junction yeah absolutely do you have any uh, specials or anything going on today we have a lot of in-store specials going on. Like I said, we have a lot of uh, guns on sale right now. We have um, in every department there's there's sales going on. Um, we have a bunch of new fl- a bunch of flyers coming up in the near future. Um, so we we always have deals going on in the store. So if I'm if I'm uh, looking for that new dove gun, this be a good place to come. You Absolutely. think? Absolutely. We have yeah. plenty of options for you. Do you do some hunting or fishing? I do. What, I do a lot what? of hun- uh, mostly waterfowl hunting. Mostly I'm a big, waterfowl. big waterfowl hunter. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I do definitely get out for the doves and chase those around and pheasants and a lot of. Um, what, what kind birds. of what do you shoot for the doves? Um, I, I shoot a um, I have a Benelli Super X3 and then I also shoot um, a Winchester Super X, uh, XX SX3. Sorry. So is that is that Benelli and over under? Uh, no, they're both the, semi-automatic. Both semis. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. There's this uh, with doves you can go through a lot of shells yeah, we semi-automatic can, yeah. especially me yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I had a friend you know instead of trying to follow him yeah. he'd start ahead of him and shoot till he ran back into him yeah, <laughs> just boom, 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 boom. yeah that's uh, funny yeah but you know no it's it's coming up it's all fun well Jason we're going to get on with the show but okay. thank you so much for joining us we're going to have some of your people join us a little later and uh, we'll be talking we'll be broadcasting live here and stick around so thank right. you thank you very much thank you very much for being here we really appreciate it Jason Vincent here from Sportsman's Warehouse and by the way if you're driving around right now and you're on I-25 and you, uh, you're close by and you got your kids with you, or at least one of your kids, you come in and you find Karen. She's in a striped red and white shirt, what kind of, and I guess shorts over there, drinking coffee, trying to pretend she's working. And But if you find her, she's sitting right by me. I come in the door, you turn right. The first parent that walks in with a child and says, we're getting ready to take them fishing or hunting or something, uh, we got a choice of either a $25 gift card from Sportsman's Warehouse or a Bob Jacqueline fly tying video that Karen produced a few years ago for Hall of Fame fly fisherman Bob Jacqueline. So you walk in here, Sportsman's Warehouse, you're driving by an I-25, pull in right now, get a $25 gift card or a Bob Jacqueline fly tying video. I'll tell you what, I'll give one of each away so the first one in gets to pick second one and gets what's left so that's what we're going to do so anyway we're going to i'll tell you a little bit more about what we got coming up on the show today we've got um we're going to take the parks we're going to take you out to jackson lake see what's going on out there we're going to talk about steamboat lake and some of the amenities they've got going over there today in the show we're going to get a fly fishing report uh from kirk uh, kirk's fly shop up in estes and then, of course, we've got all our regulars and Colorado Clays, and we've got a Tackle Talk, just so much. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Whenever we're on a remote, whenever we have a contest, it's always posted on uh, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook. Also, every time we add another television show to our YouTube channel, you know, we did 22 seasons of television. Every time Karen puts a show, that's on our, our YouTube channel. Uh, 
goes up on our our Facebook channel. And every every week, my my column in the Denver Post every week, I write a column every week for the Post. That's posted on our Terry Wicks from Outdoors Facebook. And if we have contests, those are on Terry Wicks from Outdoors. So always follow us on Terry Wicks from Outdoors on Facebook. Terry Wicks from Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. We are broadcasting live from the Sportsman's Warehouse in Thornton, uh, right off of 84th Avenue if you're on I-25. Uh, come on in. I tell you what, I just made an announcement before the break that I had some giveaways. I was going to give away a gift card and a, a video. Um, the gift card is gone, but if you're driving by, come on in. I still have a Bob Jacklin fly tying video. I know it's kind of beginning fly time. It's an introduction to fly tying, but the stories Bob tells are worth the video itself. It's a well-produced, great video. Next person that comes in and just says, hey, I heard you on the fan as I was driving by, I'm going to give you a Bob Jacklin fly tying video. So come on in and join us. And all of you, come and join us. Come in and say hi. I'm going to broadcast here till 11, and then I'm going to stick around till about noon. And you never know, that last hour sometimes I'll have a little... Uh, a little giveaway or a little something as I'm walking around the store. We'll tell you about more about that as, as we get into it. Let's go right to the phones now, though. And joining us from Jackson Lake State Park is uh, Darby Shanks. Good morning, Darby. Good morning. How are you this morning? Is it as beautiful out there as it is here? Oh, the w- weather is wonderful. It's right now around the 70-degree mark, so it'll probably warm up, though, so... Well, you are out. You're out there. And, well, tell people where Jackson Lake is located in case there's somebody new here and uh, kind of describe the park. We are located probably about an hour, hour and a half from downtown Denver. And we are along Interstate 76. You would take uh, Wiggins Exit 66 and head north about nine miles. So we're out near Fort Morgan. We lie about 25 miles from Fort Morgan. We have about 1,600, I believe, uh, no, 2,600, my bad, surface acres of water, um, and we are still relatively full. I believe we're about maybe a foot to two, and that's mainly from evaporation and a little seepage from the reservoir. Other than that, we still have plenty of water to recreate. Um, the temperature last I knew was about 74 degrees on the surface. We have about 260 campsites, and 241 of those are reservable online. The other 18 are through our group camping only. Um, but if you want to come out, you usually need a reservation for a weekend. We always encourage them because we not necessarily have one for first come, first serve. All right. And it's a, I'll tell you what, first of all, I've camped out there myself, and I've fished out there. And people don't, they think about the prairie, they think of this flat, featureless. You have quite a bit of trees in that park. Yeah, and like three of the campgrounds, we for sure have uh, lots of uh, cottonwood is the main one, I would say. Of course, we have a few Russian olives, um, but we are trying to get those out of there because they're uh, a non-native to Colorado. But they do help uh, the wildlife, you know, for protection and and coverage and stuff like that as well, though. And speaking of wildlife, you've got um, areas close by to you that we're hunting, and we're only a, a month away from dove season, and then not long after that, some of the other things. So, uh, And then waterfall. You have all that. You have hunting access close to the park, too. 
We do. Yeah, there is a, two of them that are really close to us, which is Jackson Lake Wildlife Area, which is on the northeast corner of Jackson Lake State Park, and also the Andrick Wildlife Area that's located on basically like kind of like the southwest corner of the park. Now, I know you've got some events coming up, and you've got some regular programs going on, but before we get to those, I want to talk about two more things. One is your beach, and the other is the fishing. I don't think people understand that um, – one of the top, I think, was one of the top ten, or I can't remember where it is because it's in the top ten, I'm sure, state park beaches in the United States is here in Colorado. Is that right? Yeah, we were uh, named, I can't remember, recall off the top of my head. One was through Reserve America. I believe we were on the top ten, and another one was the top 15. So, yeah, um, very excellent beaches. Um, right now, they're still not that big because we haven't went down in our reservoir this year yet. So, But there's still quite a bit of beach, but not as much exposed yet. Right, and that's gonna that beach will grow as the as the as the agricultural people draw down the water. The lake will it's almost full now. It'll go down a little bit, and so you're gonna have these huge white sandy beaches. But then the the water itself is shallow. You can walk out in that sand forever. It's a great place to take kids swimming. Yes, very much. Now let's talk about the fishing. Now I know that you've got walleye there. And you've got um, uh, crappies and bass and some other species. You've still got some big wipers left out there, too. Is that right? We do. Yeah, that's what's been kind of people have been catching recently. Walleye was really good in May and June and kind of turned off a little bit. Um, but wipers have finally started to abiding. Um, I heard several people catching a lot of little ones. Of course, they had to be thrown back. Um, but there's been some nice. I call them whoppers. Um, like last weekend, there was a 14-and-a-half-pounder caught, 33 inches long. I was out of the boat. I don't know what the gentleman was using, but um, we for sure got a picture, and, of course, it's on our Facebook page. Well, you um, know, 14-and-a-half-pound wiper will give you all the fight you want. That's a tackle-busting fish. Yes. That's awesome. So we've got a couple minutes left. Let's talk about your programs. You have... The one you've got coming up is astronomy. I know you do um, programs all the time, interpretive programs out there almost on a weekly basis. But this one astronomy, because you have one on-lit campground. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we have our astronomy program is geared for next Saturday. Um, and usually we always have it take place in Northview Campground. And it's the one campground we have our lights turned off. Um, it makes the viewing of the stars in the skies awesome because you don't have no light reflection up there then um so there's a big it's kind of like an astronomy club that comes out once or twice a year and we're, we're fortunate we, they come out here and they're coming once once this summer and uh, they bring their big telescopes and they allow everyone there um to look through it if they would like and i don't remember what they're going to be viewing next week um uh, which planets but uh, it's always a great great thing to do if you don't have that opportunity to do so. So if you're interested in astronomy at all, you get away from the city lights, go to an on-lit campground, you got the club out there, you know, you could bring your own telescope and then look through their big telescopes, and I'm sure that they're more than generous in sharing information and telling you what's out there. And it sounds like anybody who has an interest might be, you know, if you're talking only an hour, hour and a half from Denver, you don't have to stay if you don't want to. You could drive out and then drive back that evening. It just sounds like a great time. Yeah, the only thing you need is that park pass to get in, unless you already have that annual state parks pass. So otherwise, it's it's a free program. All right. We've got to let you go, Darby, but I'm sure there's information on both your Facebook and your website, right? Yes, sir. 
All right. Thanks for joining us as always. Always a pleasure, Darby. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You bet. That's Darby Shanks from Jackson State Park. If you haven't taken advantage, get out to Jackson Park. It's a great resource, not that far from town. And speaking of getting out there, let's go right back to the phones. And we got a gentleman who can help you get equipped to go out there. Is uh, Ray Reeves from Adventure Camper joins us. Good morning, Ray. Hi, Terry. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. You know, you take a camper, anybody who's interested in astronomy, of course, you're probably, probably booked out for next weekend, but they come buy one then. They'll have to buy one and, and just go camping all the time. But we've got so many state parks, and, you know, with you both selling and renting campers, uh, people don't have to necessarily take them on a long trip to have a great trip, do they? No, not at all. In fact, you know, talking about uh, nighttime skies, I guess this is the opposite, but we've got the solar eclipse coming up the weekend of August 21st, and um, we've already got a lot of our units run for that, but still a few left. So if you're looking to see uh, something truly unique in the world, uh, that's a good time to look for uh, late August to squeeze in another trip before the end of the year. Oh, that'd be awesome. And, you know, uh, people don't understand when you get away from the city lights – uh, just how much more brilliant the sky is, do they? Oh, it's it's yeah, it's unbelievable. And Jackson is a great place with a great beach, you bet. We've uh, recently got in this week some inventory. The factories are starting to help us recover. We we got down pretty low on in inventory, but we're starting to get back in some of our most popular models right now, including some 17-foot slide-out versions from Viking that weigh about 3,000 pounds. And uh, we've got some nice new floor plans from Sonoma that came in with bunk beds this week. And so, yeah, we've got some uh, great new products to show. And you know, typically, uh, in the different sizes, if somebody's thinking, boy, I want to rent or buy a, a camper, how many do they, what's the sleeping capacity of some of these? Well, the, certainly the bunk bed versions, you know, hold at least four people, uh, four and a half maybe with a small child, even on the smaller 17-footers. And when you go up into the Sonoma, some of the larger trailers, 22, 24, 26-footers, uh, you can get six or eight people in there. There's enough beds uh, and large bunk beds to handle a big group of people. Well, yeah, and I know you're talking that you've got some rental availability yet for the end of August for the eclipse, but we're going to be getting into fall pretty soon. I know we were just talking to Jackson Lake. It's what a perfect place to go in September, October. The weather is going to be perfect. People, the kids go back to school. Um, you'll have some more availability, but people just need to understand not to quit going into the outdoors on 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 uh, after school starts, don't they? Oh, September's the best time of year to go camping, in my opinion. Whether you're heading up to Yellowstone or or you know just as you said, uh, take a short jaunt out to Jackson Lake, only an hour and a half outside of Denver near Fort Morgan. So yeah, it's a great time of year to go camping. Ray, we got to let you go, but if people want to find out where you're located, maybe take a look at what you've got to both rent and sell. How do they find you? Um, our website is www.adventurecamper.com, and we are located near the intersection of Arapahoe Road and Jordan Road down in southeast Metro Denver. Open until 4 today if you want to come by and 8 through 5 during the week. All right. Thank you, my friend. I'm going to stop by again soon because Karen needs to come by and see what the stuff you've got. Sounds good. Sounds great, Terry. Enjoy the day. Thanks, Ray. That's Ray from Adventure Camper. Great people. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sportsman's Warehouse. America's premier outfitter. We are broadcasting live today from Sportsman's Warehouse in Thornton. You've driven by it on I-25 and 84th Avenue. You look up here, you can see us here. 
I will be broadcasting here till 11 o'clock. I'm going to hang around till noon. I've got some giveaways. In fact, right now, the first person that comes in and tells me they heard us on the fan, I'm going to give them a introduction to fly tying video by Hall of Fame fly fisherman Bob Jacklin. So if you come in for that and if you keep listening, we'll have more stuff to give away. And I've got some gift certificates too. I've got, um, if you buy a... Uh, a purchase of $50 or more, I've got a coupon that gives you $10 off. If you buy $150 or more, i got a coupon that gives you $30 off sitting right here on my table. So if you're looking to buy some fishing gear today, you can get a heck of a discount. Or you can use them later on, too. You don't have to use them today. So come on in and take a look at those and pick some stuff up, get some freebies, and say hi to us. I always love to say hi to the uh, the people that listen when I can get out. It's kind of fun and get to talk to you. You know, I love talking, fishing, hunting, camping. That's why I do what I do. If I can't be out there doing it, I at least want to talk about it. In fact, uh, statistics show that um, I catch more fish on radio than I did on television. So (laughs) speaking of all that, you should follow us on Facebook at, um, at, at Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook. Because everything we do on this show, if there's a special guest, like last week Al Linder was on the show, we put that on our Facebook page so you'd know. We're broadcasting at a live location. That's on our Facebook page. We give the fishing report on our Facebook page. Every time my column comes out every week in the Denver Post, we link to it on my Facebook page. If we're having giveaways and promotions or there's special things going on in the industry, we'll let you know. But we don't overwhelm you. We're not posting five, six times a day. We're posting more like five, six times a week. So you're not going to get overwhelmed yet. You keep in touch with what we're doing and we get you great information. So make sure you follow us on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook. We are waiting to hook up with a Steamboat Lake. Okay, let's go right to the phones now. And joining us is Megan Franzen. Good morning, Megan. Uh, good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So you're out at Steamboat Lake. Yeah, I'm the interpreter out here, the seasonal interpreter at Steamboat Lake State Park. And it's I don't know why you'd want to be an interpreter at Steamboat, uh, at Steamboat <laughs> Lake. It's such an ugly place. Oh, it's just terrible. Absolutely terrible out here. <laughs> <laughs> tell, you know, just tell people kind of, I'm, I'm sure they know by the name of the area, but tell them where you're located and describe the park a little bit. Well, we're about 29 miles out of Steamboat Springs. We're close to Hans Peak Village. It's a really nice area out here. We actually have two state parks that are under our legislation. We have Steamboat Lake State Park and Pearl Lake State Park, and both are absolutely stunning. We're approximately 30 minutes from the Wyoming line, so we're pretty high up there in Colorado, but it's absolutely stunning. We're surrounded by Route National Forest, so everything around us is very rural, very wild, lots of lots of wildlife, and great, great fishing. We yeah, have you- gold medal waters here at Steamboat Lake, actually, so we stock it with trout every year, and we have a lot of people that have a great time fishing for rainbow trout at this lake. Oh, it, it's fantastic. And I obviously <laughs> I was kidding about the, the view. It is one of the most spectacular alpine views in the state, isn't it? Isn't it? You just oh, got to love having your office up there. Oh, definitely do. <laughs> yep, I'm not complaining about the view at all. Now, you've got camping facilities at Steamboat. I don't know about Pearl. Tell me what goes on there. We do actually have camping facilities at both state parks. We have approximately 200 sites overall. And we are booked almost every single weekend. So if anybody's interested in getting a site, definitely go on reserveamerica.com and get a site picked out really quickly. You can get it up to in six months in advance. You can actually start reserving a site. So the sooner the better. Um, We are usually pretty booked up. But we do have camping facilities at both state parks, a lot of electric sites as well as basic sites. 
Now, uh, is Pearl a little a little more remote feeling, a little different? Is that right? Am I getting that right? Yes, it definitely is. And not to pick favorites, but Pearl Lake is probably my favorite part of the entire area. It's very, very beautiful, and it's actually entirely surrounded by Rapp National Forest. So you can hike the Pearl Lake Trail and then just hike for miles if you wanted to after that. Extremely scenic. It's a little dirt road that actually leads out to it, and the sites there are absolutely stunning. You get a beautiful view of Pearl Lake, um, and it's beautiful. And they have amazing fishing there, too. Oh, it's just a fantastic area for fishing. But let's talk. You're the interpretive person there. Let's talk a little bit about programs. People that come out, you have programs almost every weekend, I believe, don't you? Yes, I do. I have programs every weekend and occasionally during the week, too. I usually have several programs every single day. I offer a wide variety because I like to reach out to everybody. So I'll do things from guided hikes around the area where we'll talk about the nature and the culture and the history of the Steamboat Lake area as well as I have a lot of programs for kids, too, and for families. So a big one we do every weekend that the kids just love is crawdad catching. So we take everybody out to the Bridge Island footbridge, and we give them all a string with just pepperoni on the end, and they're reeling in crawdads like nothing else, and the kids love that. And we, we do a lot of other really cool programs, too, whether it be fishing clinics or Survival 101, where we teach the kids how to build shelters or anything like that. And you can find all of our programs on Facebook, actually, if you follow Steamboat Lake State Park on Facebook, we post our programs every single week. You know, and Facebook is starting to become the park's favorite way of getting information, even more than the websites. I know the websites are still good, but you guys are really migrating to Facebook, aren't you? We definitely are, yeah. There's no way we can't really post our programs on the CPW website, which is unfortunate, and that's why we go through Facebook. We also go through the Steamboat Springs newspaper, the Steamboat Pilot. You know, you were talking about catching crawdads on a string and little kids. I'm like 12 years old when I'm doing something like that, and, and I'm and I'm even a little older than 12, believe it or not. But, but uh, you know, you get outside and you do those things. That's what people got to realize. You know, I think too often we do outdoors activities, especially from the hunting and fishing side. We we are so we're so geared to success depends on how many and how big a fish, or do I harvest an animal? But the outdoors, just the beauty, the serenity, the 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 therapeutic value of being on the water and in the outdoors is is the real value in being out there. Oh, exactly, yes. And families love it, um, and I love it, too. Every single program I do, I absolutely love it. It's just so much fun, and it's so much fun to be with the people that love to be out here, too, because everybody that comes out here has a great time, you know, because we have so many things to offer, and it is so scenic, and it's really nice to get away. And we do get a lot of people from the Denver area that say they just love getting up here to just get away and right. kind of escape. And it's a great place. And if you can't camp there, stay in Steamboat Springs and drive up for the day, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. You know, we're only about 40 minutes away, so it's definitely worth the drive. And plus then you can stay in Steamboat Springs, which also has a lot to offer. So then you'll get a little bit of everything. Definitely worth it to make it up here for the day. Sounds perfect. Megan, thanks so much for joining us. Yep, no problem. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's awesome. It's just a great place. It's so beautiful up there. You can't describe it on the radio. So, folks, you just got to get up there and go. Thank you, Megan. Yep, no problem. That's Megan from Steamboat Lake State Park, incredibly beautiful part of the state. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sportsman's Warehouse, America's premier outfitter. And you're playing the Eagles. All right, sure. Now, we're trying to do a remote broadcast here, Kyle. You know if we play the Eagles, I'm going to stop and listen. We will continue this debate, Kyle, about who's the number one band in America is and always will be. But anyway, let's go to the phone. By the way, Terry Wicks from Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoke Fish Company, Smoke Salmon. The secret is in the fire. Now let's go to the phones. And I am thrilled and honored 
because we're going to get an update from Kirk's Fly Shop. And I believe, according to what they whispered in my ear, that I'm talking to Kirk himself. Kirk, is this you? Yeah. How are you doing, Terry? I'm doing great. I haven't talked to you forever. i got to talk to all your people because you're such a big shot now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) Hey, it's great to talk to you, Kirk. Um, You know, and we went through a a long kind of protracted spring with some cold weather. We had a long runoff. And I wanted to kind of talk to you by this is Kirk's from Kirk's Fly Shop up in Estes, Colorado. Wanted to kind of get an update on what's going on, what you're seeing out there fly fishing, because I got a feeling it's probably really taken off, Kirk. Oh, fishing is great right now, yeah. Uh, so what what are you seeing out there? You fishing the park? You fishing the Big Thompson? The, what are, where are some of the areas you're fishing, and what are you seeing? Well, the park's fishing really good right now. Uh, the flows are starting to come down quite a bit. Um, the canyon's fishing well, too, because the flows are coming down. The water's still nice and cool in the canyon, but the park is probably where it to be right now. And that park, I think a lot of people don't understand that fishing in the park. You know, you can get, there's really a variety of fishing in that park, isn't there? Yeah, there is. There's a lot of dry fly fishing right now. Um, and then there's a lot of good high mountain lakes that you can fish too. In fact, if people would go to my YouTube channel, The Best of Fishing with Terry Wickstrom, they'll see three or four. You got you and I went by horseback up to some of the high mountain lakes. And we caught some much bigger trout than I thought we would in the park. People think of just small trout. Now, I have a show that Karen and I did just ourselves, and we caught some small brookies and cuts in the rivers that you could really drive up access. But then I've done shows with you where we took llamas, actually, up into the high mountain streams, catching small fish. But in that setting, isn't it, it's kind of the essence of fly fishing, isn't it? It is. It's real pretty and a lot of fun, a lot of, a lot of action, too. Oh, yeah. If somebody wanted a trip into the park, are you guys, do they have to book ahead? How 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 available are you guys? Uh, generally, uh, if you give us two days' notice, we can get you in. All right, that's good. And, you know, and you fish the park. You also are doing some, are you still doing the St. Ferrain, too? Yeah, yeah, up in Wild Basin. We, that's one of my favorite areas to go in the park. What are you, uh, what are you, uh, what are you seeing there right now as far as flows and fishing? Uh, the St. Ferrain's still a little high. Uh, probably the best in the park is the upper Big Key along above Moraine Park area. Um, fly-wise, some drakes right now, some green drakes all over the place, stoneflies, stoneflies, dimmies, um, dropping them with a little pheasant tails. They're kind of my favorite flies right now. Okay, and now what about, are you drifting to Colorado too? We are, yeah. What do you see in there? Is that come down where it's pretty, I know the, a lot of the flows are high, but you get this time of the year, even if they're still flowing, the water's clear and the fishing can be good. Yeah, the water down at Pump House is where we've been fishing it mostly over kind of by Kremlin. Um, the water's come down a lot. It's at uh, 1,600 TFS right now, and um, that's like an ideal flow for over there. Doing a lot of hopper dropper or stoneflies and dropping it with some uh, patch rubber legs over there. Now, you, know, you mentioned hopper dropper overall. That's probably going to become pretty prominent. This is the time of the year where over the next couple months, that's a hard combination to beat sometimes, isn't it? It is, yeah, especially this year. It seems like the hoppers are big and all over the place over there. Well, I love it because I can throw that big hopper out there, and even with my old eyes, I can see it, and I don't have to make a subtle presentation because hoppers flash anyway, so it makes me seem like a real fly fisherman. <laughs> right. <laughs> the worse presentation, the better. That's, that's, that's right. Now, speaking of droppers and stuff, though, when you do, even under an indicator and things, one of the things I learned fishing with you is you really don't, you don't use a lot of split shot. You like to use weighted flies. Yeah, I try to get the right weight in the flies, and then that's just a, a 
takes away an extra hinge in your line. So you can get to late with your flies. It goes down quicker, and you can tell when you get to hit sooner. Well, and you you don't you know, like you said you don't tangle as much either. It's a lot easier to cast right. for people too. So yeah, and and you know uh, all the areas right now. You expect the fishing just to get better and better. Is there much snow left up there? Or are we pretty much seeing the end of it? I, there still seems to be quite a bit over there on on, on top when you drive over Trail Ridge, but yeah, it's melting off fast. And but the fishing should just stay better and better, and the trout should be really healthy because we've had cold cold water for a long time. One of the things I meant to ask you too: Did they open uh, the highway up through Loveland for the summer? Yes, Highway 34 is open all the way up. So you can drive up; you don't have to go. You can still go through lines if you're coming up from from uh, coming up from Denver. But if you're coming up from north, going up through Highway 34, much better access. Tell people where your shop is located, Kirk, in case people want to come up. We're right on Main Street next to the Dairy Queen, 230 East Elkhorn Avenue. Now, you can some days you can book even same day trips, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll, if we have availabilities, we'll get people out. So if you come in the shop and you want to go fishing, might as well check by, and we can generally get you in in the afternoon if we can't get you in in the morning. And even if you're, they don't want a guided trip, you guys are out on the waters there all the time. So you're going to be able to tell them what's going on and help point out some flies and give them a few tips. What about the big T itself? You said down through the canyons fishing pretty well. Are we starting to see? I know they're doing a lot of work. They're going to restore that river. I know the lower part of the canyon a few months ago wasn't as good, or last year wasn't as good as the upper part. What are you seeing throughout the canyon? Is there some areas you really want to concentrate on? Yeah, the main areas you want to be fishing is from Drake to Estes, or to to Lake Estes. Um, that's been fishing the best. But we're starting to see more fish down now below uh, Drake, kind of where the old Idlewild Dam was. That's one of my favorite areas to fish below Drake. That's been fishing well. Um, yeah, and flows are still a little high down there. It's about 350 CFS, which is still kind of high, but uh, the fish are active, that's for sure. What about the... Um the other fork, the smaller fork of the Big T, uh, they're going around. Is, is that fishable now or not? Yeah, the North Fork is great. Since they redid the road there, there hasn't been any machines in the river for two years now, and the fishing has really come back in that area. You know, that's one of my favorite spots early in the year because it tends to, the flow tends to go down a little quicker. Later in the year, it gets a little low. For me, it gets a little difficult to fish. But right now, that's one, and it's, you don't get, it doesn't maybe get quite as much pressure, and it's just a great place. There's a lot of access there. Yeah, there's a lot of forest service access in there. It's only 40 CFS, which is ideal for that stream. And the, the one nice thing about the flood is it took out a lot of uh, casting obstacles like trees and stuff. So you can cast pretty easily in there. And that helps me a lot because I can find a tree casting pretty easily. So, <laughs> hey, you know, Kirk, I'm going to have to let you go, but you and I haven't fished together, gosh, forever. We're going to have to find a way to get out and fish. Yeah, we got to get out there. We will. Hey, tell people again how they find you and where your website is and stuff. Uh, we're uh, right on Main Street next to the Dairy Queen. Uh, our website is kirksflyshop.com. All right. Do you have Facebook, too? Uh, yeah, we do have a Facebook page also. All right. Kirk, thank you so much for joining us. We will uh, Kirk, we'll talk to you again soon, I hope. All right. Thanks, Terry. All right. That's uh, Kirk from Kirk's Fly Shop up in Estes. Great. I tell you what, you want to learn something? Go fishing with this gentleman. He, I've fished with him several times. He is one of the most knowledgeable fly fishermen I have ever spent time on the water with. And I've spent 
with Hall of Famers and spend time with some of the best in the world. And he is really good. And you won't find a nicer ma- young man to, to interact with. Just great, great people. And they guide that whole area. Or if you just want to go up and fish, some of the best fishing up in that park right now, just some of the most some of the most fun is, is up there right now. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoked Fish Company Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire.